Welcome to the Peaceful Power Podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Clausen, and today we are going to talk about working out during your follicular phase of your cycle. All right, so today we are diving into the last phase that I'm talking about, and obviously I did not release these um, cycles in order of your actual cycle, but the follicular phase, um, that is often during or referred to as the spring season. So that's the season that it's tied to because our menstrual cycle is also tied to a time of year or a time of season. Um, it's also tied to the moon, and so for the follicular phase, you are um, tying that up with coming into the waxing moon. And so uh, you think wax on to full. And so that's kind of that rise of energy. So what days of the cycle is this? You know, this is days six through 12 of your cycle. And you usually start to feel your energy rising. You're getting a little bit more creative, a little bit more inspired. Now, what's going on with your hormones? Basically the same thing. All of your hormones are rising. Um, your FSH levels and your estrogen they're starting to rise just before uh, the release of an egg. And what this has to do with training, because I found this piece to be so, I would say, vital, I guess, as a trainer. And as someone who works out, this is great information to know, especially if you have young females um, in your household. So high estrogen levels have been linked to reduce muscle stretch, reflex, and more pliable hamstring muscles. What does that mean then? It actually means during this time of your cycle, your women are more prone to knee injuries and muscles are uh, more, they can't absorb the force from the joints. So if we're thinking high impact exercises, um, like jumping, um, you know, uh, like box jumps, if you're thinking about that split jumps, um, any sort of impact, excuse me, on the knees that can cause an injury. And so one thing, when I read that, um, in the study, I found it to be very enlightening for working with young females. I used to train at a soccer academy and, you know, through and through ages 14 through 18 for young females, ACL tears are very, very common for soccer and for basketball players. I had numerous teammates um, also get ACL tears to playing basketball and playing soccer because I played college soccer too. Um, and I, I would love for people or someone to dive deeper in, okay, when these women are tearing their ACLs, what phase of the cycle are they in? Are they in the follicular phase? Because if that is true, there's ways as a coach and as a trainer that maybe we can monitor minutes. Um, if they're, you know, if you're a trainer, you're probably not going to do box jump or high impact jumping with your athletes during this phase, just because you're potentially increasing their risk of injury. If you're a coach, you might monitor a young female's athletes minutes. Um, if they're playing a high impact sport to make sure that they don't, um, just have a freak accident just because their hamstrings are more pliable which can lead to injuries. So I thought that was a really interesting statistic and something as if you go to a high impact exercise place, for instance, this isn't just young females that this happens to, this can happen to anyone. Um, but maybe you're doing box jumps, maybe during this phase of your cycle, you're not going to do your box jumps. You choose to do step ups instead, or you choose to make it instead of squat jumps, you just do squats. You keep it a little bit more lower impact. Um, so that's just one note. So I thought that to be a very, very interesting. Now, and you're actually talking about training during this phase, this is also the time that women put on muscle mass the easiest. So on the flip side, it means you don't want to not strength train. You just want to do the right type of strength training. So keeping it low impact versus that high impact exercise during this time of your cycle. Um, so if toning up is a goal, which I would say by and far the number one goal for most people who come and do a consult with me 
is toning up. You know, that's the people want to say they want to tone up and lifting heavy weights is key. And this phase of your cycle, it's a perfect time to make sure you're incorporating that um, into your routines, but avoiding all the jumping exercises. So, and as I've, I've gotten, obviously I've gotten older as you have too, as you're listening, but typically, um, I guess clients that are attracted to me may be around the same age of me. So I'm 36. So I'm getting clients around, around 30, I would say on average 32 to we'll say 45. Now, what I'm seeing is now that I'm 36 and I have clients in their late thirties, those high impact jumping exercises not as comfortable on the body and on the joints. And I can see probably this is due to hormones as well as just stress and pressure on our joints. So a lot of the people my age and maybe a few years above were the first generation of women who got to play all of these high impact sports. So our bodies are really seeing for the first time what it's like to age as we've played and put a lot of miles on our bodies um, and to see what happens. You know, men have had that process for, you know, years. My mom, she was a D1, you know, a discus thrower. She threw discus at Iowa State. She also played basketball, but the basketball she played, she could not run past half court. Um, they had still had restrictions. You know, my mom's 65. So a lot of the women that I talked to, um, you know, even in their fifties, a lot of my clients in their fifties, just sports weren't the thing, you know, but when you get down to my age and a few years above, you know, early forties, a lot of us played a lot of sports. So we're finding out for the first time, what does it feel like in our bodies as we're aging with maybe some of these joints um, issues that can happen? And how does that affect our cycles? Where does this all come to play? And we don't know, you know, to be honest, like there's not, there's not studies done on this yet. We are kind of that first generation who's going to experience it, who's going to be the study on all of these things. So I find all of this fascinating because I think the more that we know about how our bodies work and how we should be working out to optimize our health for longevity. Just because I do train women in their eighties and nineties. And I definitely want to be someone who can, you know, stand up out of the chair without needing to, you know, push myself up or needing to hold on to something. And it's totally possible, you know, but we want to make sure that we're training in the right way to have that be a possibility. So that's just my soapbox. So I'll get off of it now. Now I'm going to be back into the follicular phase. Um, but one of the ideas that you could do during this phase, another thing besides strength training, because that is so important, is dance. So creative energy is strong and connection to that feminine energy, free flowing movement. This is the time that you feel inspired to move your body. So you don't even have to go to a dance class. Just turn on music in your kitchen and just dance. Let your body move. You know, if you have kiddos, your kids will love it. They'll totally join you. Um, you know, this is just a time to enjoy being in your body. Um, another one, try something new. So what's something that sounds super fun that you've always wanted to try. Um, maybe it's a bar class or yoga or Pilates. This is the phase in your cycle where you're more apt to do it because you have that adventurous side in you right now and you want to go try it. So what would be fun right now? You know, honor your inner wild child. You know, maybe it's skipping um, that traditional workout, enjoying a hike through the woods, maybe cross country skiing, snowboarding, paddleboarding, you know, whatever season that you're in as you're listening to this. But think about movement versus maybe workout and then let that blossom in this phase. So as I said, strength training is important. All of those things, you can incorporate strength training with your hike, cross country skiing. You can still strength train before or after. It doesn't mean that you just one thing, um, you know, cancels out another. These are all things that can work together to build a movement program, to give yourself that, um, 
important balance that all of us need in our workout programs. So those are the main takeaways um, that I have for you around working out during this phase. A lot of it is really diving into how do you feel? And if you, if you haven't listened to the past ones about luteal phase and how to work out during ovulation and your menstrual phase, go back and listen to those. And then at the end of the day, it really is about tuning into your body and noticing, okay, hey, you know what? I am on day seven of my cycle. Okay, you know, what, what are something that I could do? I really feel energized. Maybe I will try a strength training workout, but I'm going to keep it low impact. Or maybe you want to try a new dance class that you saw on Zoom, you know, and you join that class. So that is my tips for you throughout the phases. I'm going to keep talking about how to work out with your cycle, how to eat with your cycle, um, Ayurveda's impact or are you, what Ayurveda has to say on, you know, working out and moving and your menstrual cycle. This is something that is definitely, I can't believe that I'm talking about. Um, you know, it's something that my work has gravitated towards and I am seeing such amazing results that I just feel like I have to share this with other women. So you guys can know a little bit about your bot more about your bodies. Cause I know for me, you know, even learning the four phases and how they're connected with things, it was a learning curve. I, I maybe heard about it in school, but I completely forgot. And I didn't realize, you know, just how tuned in we are to those four phases and how much it really can set up our life for success by tuning into those four phases. Um, so if you're wanting to go deeper with this, my peaceful powered period training is going to be opening October 1st, and we are officially kicking off October 12th. This is a three month deep dive into strength training based workouts that we're going to do for three months. You're going to get six biweekly coaching calls with me, group coaching calls. We're going to have nutrition and herbal support guides. You're going to have self care guidebooks throughout your cycle, journaling meditations, which I just finished recording that are amazing. I have no idea how I channeled the messages that came through, but they're really, really good. Um, and then a workout tracker. So this is a program I am super stoked about offering. Um, it is something that I think, I mean, I want to take it myself. I will be taking it myself because this is, this is a killer program that if you want to dive deep into working out with your cycle, I would highly recommend checking this out. I'm going to put the link um, in the show notes, but you can also just head to my website at andreaclassen.com to learn more um, because I definitely think this is something that every woman should know about and learn about. And if you're not cycling or don't have a consistent cycle, the moon is your guide. And we're going to talk about that in this program too. So not only are we diving into the phases, you're going to know it doesn't matter if you're cycling or you're not cycling. This is the program to dive into deeper. If you're a woman wanting to connect deeper to that feminine energy side of yourself, but still getting a killer workout and getting results. So that's all I'm going to say on that for today. Um, but as you can hear, I'm super passionate about this program. And, um, you know, this is definitely, I think, going to be a wave of the future of women wanting to tune into their bodies and connect to themselves in a deeper way. So thank you all so much and go out there and spread your peaceful power. <laughs>